Hello, welcome to the Roundhouse Podcast with Paul Solentrop of Wichita State University Strategic Communications. Thanks for listening. Today we're going to talk pitching with junior Allison Cooper and sophomore Alex Aguilar of the Wichita State softball team. Shockers, 44-12 and last season. They won the American Athletic Conference title, played an NCAA regional again. They are the preseason favorite in the conference for 2024. Wichita State opens the season on February 9th against Stephen F. Austin in the Bearcat Classic in Huntsville, Texas. So, since we have two Texans, how many fans will attend those games to watch you play? And what is your go-to snack when the bus stops at Bucky's? Allison, you can answer those questions first. I think I'm going to have a lot of fans. I mean, my parents for sure, and then siblings, and then a lot of people that kind of live in the area. Because I used to play uh, softball in the Houston area too, so that's pretty close. So I think I'm going to have some fans from there. And then Bucky's. Hmm. Have you had the brisket sandwich from Bucky's before? I believe so. I think that's oh. my son's favorite that, when we go to Texas. That is a go-to. That and then a Dr. Pepper, of course. Okay. You are from Granbury. Orient us in the massive state of Texas. How close is Granbury to Huntsville? Granbury is about two and a half hours. It's a little bit more north, so it's not the closest, but it's still close enough where I think a lot of people from my family are going to try and come out to see me. That's just like right down the block in Texas. Yeah, basically. I mean. Okay, Alex, how about you? Will you have a lot of family rolling in from uh, Midland or other parts of Texas? Um, I don't know if I'll have a lot, but I'll definitely have my family there. Okay. Um, Maybe like my uncle and my aunt, but that's about it. Not a lot. How about Um, Bucky's? Are you a Bucky's fan? Yes, I'm obviously going to get Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I have to get that. And then, what are the little red drops called? Um, the red the, They're drop. like red... Uh, they're like, they're sour, sour candy, but it's like little red sour candies. And then the, they're straws, the candy straws. Oh, like yeah, the, the Sour Patch the sour candy, patch straws. candy straws. Those are the good. The Bucky's ones, yeah. those are so good. Okay, solid choices. Explain Bucky's. There may be people listening who have not been to Bucky's. How do you describe it? It's literally a store of everything. Yeah, like there's it's like... home decor, food, <laughs> fudge, like stuff your dog. Um, there's literally like there's clothes. Like yeah. that's the big thing everyone gets now is like the pajama pants yeah. with the Bucky's logos and all of that. I like mean, my dog has like Bucky's collar, a little Bucky's like. Like yeah. a handkerchief almost tied around his neck and Yeah, and you can get stuff like yeah. fire pits yeah. from Bucky's and I crazy think my dad stuff has like a that. Yeah, the the home sets. decor, like you could decorate your whole house at a gas station. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is quite the quite the stop if you're journeying through uh, journeying through Texas. And it's always awesome whenever you bring people that have never been there for oh, the first yeah. time because we usually get like, okay, you have 15 minutes, like go into Bucky's, and it's just a scramble of people just yeah. running around because they're like, what? What is all of this? Yeah, Why is there so much stuff? It. Yeah. Got to get your picture taken by the big uh, by yeah, the big beaver. Yes. There's yeah, there's a lot going on at Bucky's. Okay, Allison from Granbury, Texas. As as we said, she is a left-hander. Allison went 11 and four last season, 3.04 ERA, uh, highlighted I guess by a five-inning no-hitter, 13-0 win over San Diego, and she threw six scoreless innings in relief in a 9-3 win over Kansas. Uh, Allison earned a spot on the American Athletic Conference All Academic Team, both. 
As a freshman and a sophomore, Alex from Midland. She was the American Athletic Conference Rookie of the Year last year, third-team NFCA All-Region pick, also on the All-Academic team. She went 15-4, 1.88 ERA, and threw a complete game victory at number 3 Oklahoma State, a 3-1 Shockers win. Allison, you wear number 1 on your softball jersey. Is there a story behind that? There's not really a story because I used to wear number 15 and then when I got here someone was already 15 and then Bailey Lang was the left-handed pitcher before me and I had really looked up to her the year before I came in because I had been watching and keeping up with the softball and she had been doing really good and she was also left-handed and she was really athletic and I just I really did look up to her so I thought you know what like I'll I'll come and I'll take her number and I'll try and like keep the legacy of that number one going as a strong lefty pitcher so Bailey Lang tribute very nice Alex how about you you are number 31 yeah my story's not as cool as (laughs) Allie's um I got 31 when I was like 12 and I hate change so I kept it (laughs) stuck with it all right so there's a lot of talk. Shockers going to play a different style of offense this year. May have to win some games 4-2 to two instead of 10-5. to five. Let's give us your view of the Shocker offense. How's this team going to score runs? What have you picked up in fall and, and the early days of spring practice? I mean, we've been practicing a lot more like bunts and small ball defense and kind of just moving the ball around instead of the long ball, which we still have the power to hit the long ball, but... We're working more on like, okay, if we're in a situation where the game is still like 0-0 in the fifth inning, how can we generate a run that can maybe lead up to more home runs? But how can we get that first step of like, let's just lay a bunt down, see what happens, and then try and steal her over or sacrifice a runner at second over to third instead of how we used to just, let's go up there and rip it. Right, right. Uh, so the Shockers also returned Lauren Howell in the circle, two freshmen added to the staff. So it's experienced, it's deep. Uh, Alex, what's it like for the pitching staff to be the center of attention as we're getting started here? I think it's pretty cool. Also, it's a lot of pressure, but it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> we have Chloe. She throws like 70. She's <laughs> basically, six yeah. Foot, she's like... And then we have Erica, who also throws really hard. She's not as tall as Chloe, but pretty tall. <laughs> they, like, tower over us. Yeah, they do. But, yeah, it's been pretty cool. So that's Chloe Barber and Erica Schertz. They're, yes. the, two, yes. they're the two freshmen. Uh, so, yeah, when you know, there's a lot of talk about, all right, we're going to maybe 3-1, to one, it may be 5-2. to two. We can't count on, uh, you know, three home runs in an inning, those kind of things. How's that change your perspective, your mindset as we're getting started here? I think with our bullpens, too, now we've been focusing a lot more on, okay, so how can we, like, defend these games? So what is going to push us, like, instead of, okay, we're going to throw the same thing over and over again. We, we would have a bullpen where it's, okay, we'll work on our mechanics, and then the next day it would be more stress. Like, you're put into a 3-2 count with, like, a runner at second, what are you going to do? And just putting us into more, like, high-stress situations instead of kind of just feel good, feel good, so that we can get that feeling of when it's in, we're in the game that it's a tight game and we got to keep competing. All 
Hi, this is Rick Muma, president of Wichita State University. Check out the latest episode of the Forward Together podcast. Each episode, I sit down with different guests from Shocker Nation to celebrate the vision and mission of Wichita State University. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. So the attention on the pitching staff started last season when all of a sudden I think we realized, boy, this is a really good pitching staff. It's also a great defensive team. Uh, Alex, last season, what was the point where you realized that group, the pitching staff, was capable of doing some some pretty good things? Um, I don't know. I never really had like an aha moment just because I always thought we were pretty good. Like I was <laughs> never like, dang, we're really bad. <laughs> or like I was always like, yeah, I mean – I think Lauren and Allie did a great job, and, like, they set a good example that, like, I was able to come in and follow. Like, I didn't think we were ever I, – I don't know. I just never had a, oh, we're really good. I would just was like, we're all – we're really good. Like, yeah. we're – Allison, how about your perspective? You would have been here two years ago, uh, so it was a little mm-hmm. bit different for you. Was there a game or a, a, a practice, or how did, how did you come to the realization that pitching staff is going to be a really strong point? I think it was when we came back in January and we started working the bullpens and we all started getting together and then we started working like, okay, you come in for her and we were seeing the different dynamics of it. I kind of started to see like, wow, like we really do mesh well together. Like Alex can go in and she can throw and then the moment like if things start to get a little like uncertain, like Lauren can go in and like come in right behind her and do the job or I can go in and then vice versa. Like whenever I start to struggle, Alex is there to come in and get the job done. And I think we all had gotten really close and then we kind of realized we all kind of had the same mentality of almost like a bulldog, like we're just going to go in and get the job done, just kind of keep our head down, not do too much. And I think it slowly like built up our confidence over the season. And then like out or Lauren Howell's um, Arkansas game, that was kind of a moment for me where I was like, wow, this pitching staff, this is, I mean, Lauren Howell was the only one that threw in that game, but just watching her throw and then I felt, uh, then we played like Nebraska and you went in, Alex, and you shut him down, and I was like, wow, like, this really, like, we are a strong pitching staff. I think that's kind of was my aha moment was when I watched you two succeed, it made me realize, wow, like, we really have it together right now. I also think, like, another thing is that, like, me, Lauren, and Allie bring, like, different things. I think I'm, like, more side to side, Allie's down, and then Lauren's, like, up and down. So, like, it's just, like, I mean – if we're all thrown in a game, you're going to get different things. So that's all going to yeah. be really hard to hit. Yeah. So you both are talking about something that we talked about last season I thought was really interesting. I think you mentioned uh, it was important to figure out that we're part of a pitching staff and it's okay to hand the ball off to somebody else because, as you talked about, we complement each other. We have different styles, and it's okay to pitch four innings and then let somebody else finish off the game. Instead of, it's easy as a pitcher to think, like, this is I'm a, I'm a solitary figure in the circle, and I've got to do all of this. Talk about mm-hmm. that uh, and how that realization really helped the, helped the staff last year. Um, I think that realization was a really big confidence builder. Because, like, I mean, if you, like, think, like, dang, you're the only one, 
then, like, what happens after you? Like, you don't have a backup plan, and that makes me anxious. So I like knowing that, like, if I can get it done, Lauren and Allie can definitely get it done. Yeah, and I think it also really helped, too, that you knew that we were rooting for each other. It was always, if someone was going in, it wasn't, oh, man, like, I want to be throwing it. Like, why is she throwing? It was always like, yeah, let's go. Like, I got Mm -hmm. you. Like, you're doing great. Like, I'm still here for you. And it was even on the games that you probably didn't do as well. Yeah. That, like, Lauren, there was one game that I threw, and Lauren Howell came up to me afterwards, and she, like, me and her had a talk, and... She's only, she's a little bit older than me, but just to have her come up and talk to me and like, hey, like, you're okay. Like, this is okay. It's going to happen, but you know what? Like, you're a good pitcher. You're going to bounce back. Like, that meant so much to me, and I think it just kind of solidified my confidence in each one of you because I knew that, you know what? If I don't have it today, you have it or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, being pitcher is really hard, so it's really nice to have not one, but, like, two really good people that you can go to who are just going to keep building you up when you feel down. I yeah. think that's really important. We heard a lot last year that Sydney McKinney was the confidence giver, that if something was – if there was there was a rough spot, she would be the one that would come up to the pitcher in the circle and say, you got this, just use your defense behind us, behind you. Uh, who does that now that Sydney's gone? <laughs> We've opened the floor for oh, nominations. No. <laughs> Yeah, I think right now, I would say Lainey Brown has been really good for me. She's come in, and she's told me, like, a lot. She helps me calm down. She, like, she's never, like, hey, you need to do this. But she's, like, you know, that was a little too high, but that was a good spot. Like, she's been really good about it. And I think right now, too, we're trying to learn each other because we have a lot of younger girls that are getting to play, and we're moving people around. Like, no one plays the same spot twice in our scrimmages. So a lot of people are trying to get comfortable. So I think it will take some time for, like, maybe to get Sammy Hood, like our shortstop, to get her confidence to kind of speak out, you know, because there's just everyone's moving around. But I would say for right now, Lainey Brown has been really good about getting everyone together and calling timeouts at the right time and kind of being that positive energy on the field. Lainey, of course, the catcher has been a returning starter, so that would be a natural position Mm -hmm. for the... uh, for the catcher to, uh, to natural thing for the catcher to do. So both of you threw more than 100, 100 innings last season, Allison, so that's about double what you threw as a sophomore. Alex, obviously you were a freshman, so a lot of it was new. So now they've got scouting reports in the uh, other dugout. They've got a lot, of, uh, a lot of video on you. Alex, how do you adjust as a, as a sophomore? Um, well, I actually, like, you know, I came in in the fall and I was like, I need to grow, like I need to get better. And so that's what I told Coach O, and, like, we've been working really hard and just to make, like, the same pitches look a little bit different and just adding some new things and, like, refining things. So, like, I'm not really changing anything and just making things better. Allison, how about you? I would say with Coach O in these last few months, like, I have gained so much more confidence and. I think my last two years, I kind of, I had a little bit of that confidence, but I've never been as confident as I am now. With her bullpens, we work a lot on, like, not really changing things, but doing things a little bit differently or putting some thought into what we're going to throw is the biggest thing, like, in different counts. Like, I had never thought about 
doing or maybe you know she swung at this ball so I can put it there but maybe a little bit lower or something I just had been kind of throwing to the same spot over and over again and it's these little things and then we've been working a lot on effective velocity which has to do with the batter and how they perceive the ball based on where it's coming in so like a high in fastball is going to look a lot faster than uh, fastball low and out and it just it's all this crazy stuff coach o is yeah. the brainiac with all her little things so coach o has definitely brought my softball IQ up yes like a lot. yeah <laughs> like we even had a sit down one time where we sat and we were like talking about what to throw in this count or where you want the pitch to be in this count and I was like wow I just I've just been throwing yeah, <laughs> and like, like this even... has really been a difference maker because now I feel like I'm not just a thrower, I'm a pitcher. I'm in there and I'm I have a plan. I'm not I don't get to two strikes and I'm like, "Oh man, what's going to happen next?" Yeah. It's like there's a plan. I coming. mean, even this week we threw a bullpen and it was like we had to throw these balls under the string and she even asked us like, "Why do you think I'm having you throw these balls like under the string instead of at?" And I didn't know and she was like, "Well, it's because when you get to like 02 or you're up in the count, like these are where you want to put these pitches so that they, you can get them out. Like. So she set up a string across the plate, yeah. and the, the idea was to, under so, the string, yeah. low, it's so a low So something part of the that zone. typically wouldn't be a strike, but mm-hmm. you want to work on throwing that because once you're ahead in the count, you don't want to just yeah. keep hitting that same spot. you gotta make a, you got to make a, an adjustment to and it. And we talk a lot about like expanding the strike zone, so that was part of that. Yeah. So we should introduce Coach O. That's Courtney Oliver, new pitching coach this year for the Shockers. She previously had been associate head coach at the University of Houston. She was also head coach at ECU, so she brings a lot of experience in uh, in college softball to Wichita State. Uh, Allison, describe her coaching style. Honest. Honest. Sorry. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is right. She will tell you. She will tell you how it is. I mean. She's told me stuff that's stung sometimes, but yeah. it's always out of place, out of a place of love. Like she just knows what we're capable of, and I think she knows that we kind of need that little extra push. So she really, even but even on your good days, she will let yeah. you know like you did phenomenal, like you did good. It's not just always bad days, and she's very good about explaining things different ways so if you don't get it the first time she'll try to explain it a different way or she'll we've been using like bosu balls and standing on beams just to get different feelings of when we throw so she's been really great and her personality is very she has like a dry sense of humor just very kind of (laughs) straight to the point you know but she's awesome she's really just kind of fit in really well with our pitching staff mm-hmm. like instantly like I she came in she like started business and I don't think we've looked back since yeah. and I think one of my favorite things about her is like I'm a warrior so <laughs> like every time we get in I'm like oh god go Joe and she's she's always like it's gonna be fine like you're literally gonna be yeah. fine she's like what are you doing why yeah. are you worried <laughs> it's like, just well, like the I, I don't know I just was the yeah calm in my storm yeah she's like why are you worried about <laughs> yeah like, I don't <laughs> it would, I'll throw something and I'll be like, oh, that wasn't good. And she's like, okay, okay. move on. Next that, pitch. I mean, like, it wasn't even that bad. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's like you guys funny. just need to calm down. But she's she's the best. It's going to be fine. That sounds like good coaching yes. advice. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let's make sure we're not listening, leaving listeners behind. You mentioned a BOSU ball. Oh, Explain yeah. That. Okay, so it's like 
half a ball, basically. Like, right? Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. Have you ever seen, like, the big, like, they're not yoga balls, are they? It's like a yoga ball, but cut in half. half. And And it has a plastic bottom. Yeah. So we'll, like, balance on it and then throw off of it just to, like, get different feelings of the drop. And then you'll do it, and she'll be like, nope, you didn't do it right. Nope. No, and you're like just throwing off of this half a yoga ball, trying to figure out what you're doing wrong. Okay, that makes sense. So you're throwing a softball, <laughs> throwing but, you're, a softball but you're on yeah. a balance, balance kind of thing. Okay, I, that makes sense. I, I understand <laughs> that. Uh, Alex, so excellent freshman season. How do you manage your own internal expectations going into sophomore season? Um, I think Coach O manages that more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, I don't know, she's just kind of been a rock. She's going to be like, it's fine. Like, I mean, you're going to be fine. We have, like, tools to help you and, like, to make you better, and it's going to be a good season. So that's basically it. And that is reassuring for an athlete to hear from the coaches. I love reassurance. I need it. (laughs) Allison, take us through your fall. What did you work on? What were your main points of emphasis? Um, I worked on a lot of consistency because I would get into a lot of games and I would throw a really good pitch and then something not even close. So we worked a lot on hammering down the mechanics so that I could could whoa, so I could consistently throw the same pitch over and over again. And that's been really helpful for me. And we worked a lot on so I used to have a backswing when I threw and that was one thing we got rid of to just kind of help with timing in a little bit and so I could throw my change up. And um, that's been something that at the beginning of the fall I struggled a lot with, but you know, me and Coach O, we figured things out. We tried a lot of different things, like different motions. And so once we got that hammered down, I think we were really able to like go to town on like, okay, now that we have your motion down and we have your consistency down, now is when we build up like basically the like tolerance, I yeah. guess, for just like doing it over and over and over again. So we hit on this briefly earlier, the other three pitchers on the staff. I'll ask you to go back and, and tell us a little bit more about them. Uh, let's start with Lauren Howell. Lauren uh, transferred from Arkansas, also had an excellent season. In 2023, uh, give us a, a brief scouting report on Lauren and what she does for your staff. She's kind of, I feel like she's almost the rock of our staff. She kind of keeps us all in line, all together. She's got a great rise ball, and she's been working a lot on her changeup, which is deadly. When she throws it good, it is deadly. But, you know, a lot of, I would say I still look up to her, and I think our freshmen look up to her too because she's kind of, our voice of reason almost sometimes. Yeah, she's also calm in the storm because I'm like, and she's like, it's going to be fine. We're just going to do this. Because I would definitely say me and Alex are more of like the, <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like, we kind of are all over the place sometimes. I'm always just worst case scenario. And <laughs> she's like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And it never does. So she's right. Yeah. Good. But she, yeah, I'm excited to see what she'll do. And I'm, I think she'll do great. Yeah. Uh, the freshman, Erica Schertz. Tell us a little bit about Erica. Erica just makes me laugh. Yeah, she's so sweet. She's kind of like the quiet one, but yeah. then she'll say something to and surprise you. Yeah, and you're like, you're oh, like, oh <laughs> where's that been? Yeah, but she's got great side to side. Um, she throws, throws it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, and she almost hurt. She's got almost like a whip when it comes in, yeah. but 
I'm excited to see what she does too, and to see her kind of come out of her shell too. Because yeah. I, I think know both, like both, yeah. both Chloe and Erica, I'm excited to see them come out of their shell. Yeah. Erica is from Miami, Oklahoma, and then the next freshman, Chloe Barber, she is from Minnesota, Leno Lakes, Minnesota. Tell us about mm-hmm. Chloe. She's sweet. She's just a sweetheart, and she works so hard. I mean, she's a she pitches and she hits, so yeah. she's there all day. I mean, she throws her bullpen and then she hops into the hitting rotation, and she just she keeps her head down and she works, and she's she's tall and she. Um, usually throws about 68 and her ball just it dances it does wicked stuff in there it's like our batters look like dummies when they're hitting off of her (laughs) I literally remember her telling me I only throw fastball I'm like Chloe that's not a fastball (laughs) that's like doing cartwheels (laughs) yeah yeah she I'm super excited to see her gain some confidence and kind of grow into herself too because I mean I know freshman year can be pretty challenging because it's New environment, new people, new coaches, but you know they've handled it very well, very gracefully, and they've they're slowly getting out of their shells, and they're start. Yeah. We're starting to see some personality, so I think Chloe's going to be a huge asset to us. Let's flip to the other, I guess, the other side of the of the softball, if that's a thing. Uh, there will be a lot of shockers who are either new to the team or will be stepping into bigger roles as they, uh, without Sydney McKinney and Zoe Jones and Lauren Mills and Lauren Lucas, who is out with an injury. Uh, so, from if you're a shocker softball fan, who's uh, a newcomer or somebody stepping into a new role that they should keep an eye on? I think Sid Zenon is someone you should keep an eye on. I mean, she plays first, and she's been working outfield too, but she can swing the bat, and she's just a hard worker. She also just keeps her head down, and she goes through it and works. But I would be really excited to see what she does. I think that she's going to be great for the program. I mean, you know, you're still a freshman. There's still some things that, you know, you do freshman mistakes. Like, that. that's just what we call them. Like, yeah. it's kind of like bonehead stuff but you know it just happens but I'm really excited because she takes whatever the coaches give her and she runs with it and she'll take all the little advice from upperclassmen that they give her so I'm really excited to see what she's going to do. Alex what's your tip for shocker fans? Mm, I think you need to watch Sophie. I do too yeah. (laughs) She I mean throws the ball at lightning speed I can't even catch it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think she's going to be a great asset, the second catcher. Sophie Johnson, catcher, yes. freshman from Odessa, Florida. Yes, she takes mm. direction really well. Um, super nice. Love her. I love when she catches me. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, let's give listeners a taste of your many superstitions. Just two or three oh, top man. ones. Two There's or three. too many. I have the, the same hair tie since literally last season. <laughs> Um, I have to have chalk, and I have to have tons of chalk. I don't, that's not a superstition, though. I just need it because my hands get sweaty. <laughs> um, man, I could do your superstition for you. Your shoe, you always adjust oh, yeah. the tongue of your shoe Okay, thing. but that's not a superstition. That's because they literally cut my feet. But it's like a routine, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's, it's a routine. It's a yeah. Routine. Um, last year I had to throw to Josh, our bullpen catcher. I had to throw to him. <laughs> But I think I'm getting over that this year. Is Josh back? Yes. yes. Okay. So you I'm can still lean on him if you need yeah, to. Yeah, I'm 
If I need to, I'm gonna go back, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to, to give him a break. It was always a fiasco when you changed your hair. We oh, were like, yeah. oh man, we hope this works or this hairstyle yeah. is never coming back again. <laughs> I mean, for the first game, I'm definitely gonna do my trusty ponytail with my braid, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Allison, do you have any superstitions? <sighs> Not really. I mean, I would say a little bit with my hair. I always have to have at least my bun in. My two, I do two braids into a bun. That's when I know, like, that's my business bun. Like, I'm in business. But, I mean, I try some different little hairstyles here and there. But besides that, I'm more of, like, routine. And, like, that's my, been my biggest thing now is a routine instead of, like, superstitions but I do always put this is I don't know if this is a superstition I always have to put my left sock on first before my right where I have to take it off and I have to start all over it like I don't know that maybe that's a superstition I, I, I feel like I'm like oh I can't I can't go out there like that's wrong I have to put my left one on yeah, first I think that's considered a superstition <laughs> <laughs> who is the best pickleball player on this team Addie yeah. B yeah Addie B's Addie B and her sister Avery Barnard both of them we just had a pickleball tournament actually and they were both on the team and they were crushing everyone like yeah I mean I didn't win a game in that yeah tournament. <laughs> <laughs> they were I me and Erica had we were partners and we played against them and that was the toughest we lost but it was the it toughest was game. game of pickleball in my life you can just tell like Addie just gets zoned in, and they put, like, spin on the ball, and they, like, trade off, and they, like, have little attack moves. It just was yeah. this whole ordeal I was not ready for. If we're being honest, I don't I don't know what Addie B's not good at. <laughs> that, that's really? true. She's we that were, kind of yeah, pool, yeah. golf, we, whatever. We were talking about yeah. that in practice. We were like, let's think of something that Addie wouldn't be good at. And, and no answer We couldn't think up. of anything. We were like, I feel like she would just all around be good at yeah. everything she does. Like, she's just that type of person. She picks up something, and she's good at it. Yeah, they talked about, I think Fred Van Fleet was like that. He would win the game of pool. He could do anything. <laughs> Connor Frankamp was another one. These are basketball players. Mm-hmm. Uh, great golfer. So, yeah, there are people like that. Is it unfair that they left let the Barnard sisters play together? Should they break them up? They should have, but I don't know how they ended up playing together. But then it's also funny because they're sisters, so when something oh, would yeah. happen, <laughs> there would be like a little like squabble of like, what are you doing? What? Why didn't you get that? That would be kind of entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah, so <laughs> then you would just try and keep getting them to mess up, and then they would like get they would start going at each other. Okay, a little sibling rivalry. That's good. To, that's good to know. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. What is the game you are most looking forward to this spring, Allison? You can go first on that. Ooh, the game that I am most looking forward to. I feel like it's got to be in Mexico. That's what I was gonna say. Any games in, in Mexico? The games in Mexico. I'm really excited to see us play Clemson because they have a lot of returners and they they're a good team so it would be really good to get a kind of gauge point of like where we stand and what we can learn from it because like either way there's always something to learn and um Clemson has the MVP um Valerie Cagle and she's a pitcher so I would like to see our offense to see how we react to that and I know the freshmen it's kind of throwing them into the fire with it. But, I mean, you kind of – I feel like it's good for us to get it. Yeah, I mean, we're all going to get thrown into the fire. I've never played Clemson. Yeah, I mean – like. Yeah, yeah I Allison, think, you've got the schedule in front of you. Read yeah. through the Cancun schedule for the for the fans so, out there. 
Our schedule is Clemson, South Carolina, Auburn, and UC Davis. So I think that our those games are going to be really competitive and are going to be a really good kind of like just to see where we're at, see where we're standing, you know, play competition that not a lot of our players have seen before yet. I mean, we do have a lot of returners. Like we have Bailey Urban, we have Lainey Brown, we have um, we have just a lot of people that, Addie B, we have a lot of people that have been there and done that. And now it's kind of see the new generation come in of like our younger girls and kind of helping them figure out, okay, like, yes, this is going to be hard, but we yeah, got to see what we can Yeah, I think I'm do. just excited for this because I think win or lose, we're going to come out of it with a lot of new information, like yeah. what we need to work on, what we're good at. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Shocker softball, they are early in their practices. They open the season February 9th in the Bearcat Classic against Stephen F. Austin. Alex, Allison, thank you very much for your time. Thank Thank you. you. Great insight as always. Thanks for listening to the Roundhouse Podcast, courtesy of Wichita State University Strategic Communications. We encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more Roundhouse content at GoShockers.com. And they let him pass it up court, and then it gets picked off. A long three by Pangos. No good. One second. It's over. It is over, and Wichita State has beaten the number one team in the nation to go to the Sweet 16. Go crazy, Wichita. I know you are.